Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful. Welcome to it. It's July 26th, 2023. We have your AEW Dynamite post-show review. We had some AEW news over on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business today. Uh, Dustin Rhodes contract, as well as uh, some collision news, some backstage happenings there. But we got Alex Pawlowski here. He's going to talk AEW Dynamite tonight. Alex, how you doing? I'm good. Um, t- 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 today was my uh, daughter's six and a half birthday. Oh. Um, we we do the half thing because she was born in January, so there's really nothing fun you can do. So today, hmm. with all of her little friends, she had a pool party in the backyard with like inflatable pools that they jumped from one to the other and sprinklers going everywhere it was like we created our own little water park in the backyard so we had a lot of fun doing that but i am tired you're tired that is that yeah that the yeah. that's the end of that sentence let's see i am tired that okay is, that is it yeah you said that as if you were going to continue it so no 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 <laughs> well guys leave a thumbs up on this video Please subscribe. We are less than 1,500 
subscribers away from uh, 100,000. I wow. can't believe that. It That's is crazy. just it's it's unbelievable and especially in in a very I don't want to say very, but a fairly short amount of time these subscribers have really been picking up. I know you guys have been liking that uh, short form content that we're doing. Uh, we, we've had just an incredible amount of success with that. But the last year, especially like Fightful, our, our YouTube has has added an awful lot. I think we've added 25,000 in the last year alone. Uh, so I want to thank all of you that are here with us, all of you that are joining us, all that good stuff. Get your super chats and humper chats in. That allows you to get your question or statement read on the air. I did a full show of those today. The What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Jimmy Van was out today, uh, so he'll be back next week. We got Listen Your Boy 300 coming up soon. Looks like Listen Your Boy 300 and, and the 100,000 might hit around the same time, like right around the same area. So that could be a lot of fun. But if you get your super chats and humper chats in, that gets your question or statement read, addressed, all that good stuff here on the air. And if you want even more of that, you can subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. It's the best $5 in wrestling. And I do a Q&A show there every week. Graphsity does one every other week. Jimmy Van does them here and there. You can interact with Alex as well. But let's go ahead and talk about AEW Dynamite. I want to thank our moderator, Luis, who is always here, always helping us out. Luke Jagger says, where the hell is the elite? That was an interesting one, Alex. No Elite, no Kota Ibushi the week after they win Blood and Guts. And the next week, BCC are heavily featured on Dynamite. What What are you thinking here? Like, I could see something where they say, man, the winners of that actually ended up worse for wear than the losers, et cetera, et cetera. Really selling that up. But I didn't see that sold tonight. Maybe, maybe next week, but uh, conspicuous by their absence tonight. Um, yeah, uh, I, I mean, listen, the, those guys just deserve a, a week off, but there's no reason why you couldn't have taped a thing after blood and guts last week to run this week. There's no reason why you couldn't have done that. Like we, so, so they would be included on the show in some way, like the backstage Cole and MJF and FTR stuff was recorded last week and broadcast this week. Yep. There's the I I I I'm totally behind the idea of giving those guys a week off because they've been working really hard. I don't necessarily need to not see them at all or even have them mentioned really. You could figure out a way to get them on the show in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And I was I was very surprised that they didn't and that there yeah. wasn't much of an explanation. Yeah. Um I think that next week you'll you'll probably see an, an answer. I mean, I hope so. For this. It's the 200th episode of Dynamite. The Elite, it contains Kenny Omega, yeah. Hangman Page, and the Bucks. I mean, the, the like absolute mainstays and some of the biggest stars that they've had in these 200 episodes, they better be there live. Also, it marks and like um, uh, less than a month. Like this week is actually a month from all in. That's like next week is we're in we're into to August. Like like we got we got stuff to do to set up this giant show you've sold 70,000 tickets for. Could are we going to get some matches made for that or 
What's going on with any of that stuff? I'm just wondering. Well, I'll tell you what was up with this sort of dynamite and absolute empire. Yeah. Uh, last week when Darby Allen went to bat for AR Fox, this was set up just fantastically based on what happened. I thought mm -hmm. AR Fox has been off TV. I mean, largely, I don't want to say off TV because somebody would be like, oh, he was on collision in week one and he lost a mm -hmm. 10 minute match against. Yeah, no shit. Uh, here's what happens. People show up. They have absolute humpers. They don't win them. They get mm -hmm. signed. People go, oh, here it is. Then mm -hmm. they lose a bunch of humpers after that. Almost never yep. win. They'll yep. win on Rampage here and there. They'll win on ROH. And that's the case with AR Fox. Yeah. This time, that happened. That absolutely happened, by the way. But Darby Allen said, you know, I, I want you to give this guy a shot because he he gave me a shot type of thing mm -hmm. like he helped me out an awful lot yep. and orange cassidy said yeah sure let's do it if, if it means that much to you we'll, we'll do it right and they had an incredible match there there was the, the uh the ring post moonsault yeah my god like it, it was i look at that and i'm like okay that that's something i've seen before but he just does it so smooth that I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Uh, there, this was the thing. This this reminded me of like almost like 2019 AEW, where it just started off with a slapper, and you're like, hell yeah, AEW, the in ring stuff. This is what I tune in for. This was spectacular. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed uh, honestly the the Darby uh, video package prior to the match, further deepening that story of him. An AR Fox, um, where an AR Fox welcomed him into his home when he had nowhere to sleep when they were training together in in Atlanta, um, to 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 deep to deepen that story so that when the the turn happens, it's 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 all the more tragic. Um, and the match was, as you said, uh, a humper, and uh, I don't think we expected anything less. Um, but. Um, the, your little the the moonsault the running moonsault thing off the ring post was made even better because of what Orange was doing when he took it. Yeah, like he was he was hurting and kind of walking away on the outside. Like he was like, I need a breather. This is I, I don't like this right now. I'm 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 uh, I I need a second. And he was just just kind of walking, trying to catch his breath, and then a man moonsaulted onto his face. Like it was just, it was great. It was, uh, th those are the kinds of, of cells and setups for dives and uh, things like that, that I really appreciate. So it doesn't look like I'm watching a guy wait for five seconds to have a man dropped on him. Um, this was, that was the opposite of this. I love that. I thought um, all of the, um, the false finishes were really great. Um, I thought there was a, there was a second that they were like, Oh, they like, they did all this really uh, deep backstory stuff um, for AR Fox. So it was, are they going to do a little program with AR Fox uh, holding the international title and then feud him against Darby Allen? Like the turn happens with AR Fox as the champion. Like what, like there was a we'll chance. There was that. one, there was one we'll near, there was one near fall where I, where I really bit and I don't normally bite on guys like yeah. AR Fox in this. And I don't think I would have had they not done all of that setup. They're also telling the story about how Orange Cassidy just never says no to anybody. 
And as a result, they're like, oh, his shoulder is taped up because of this match. His yep. back is taped up because of this match. You can't see it, but his knee is taped up because of this match. Right. I love that. Um, it, it it almost builds in if if and when he ever loses this title. It builds in a ready-made thing, and then he can take a couple weeks off maybe. But uh, that that is an interesting story that they're telling. Limitless Ron Lee says... That Orange Cassidy and AR Fox match humped. I hope AR Fox fully turns heel, cost Darby his match, and joins Swerve with Mogul Embassy. He sent this. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, he sent this at 8.57 p.m. Eastern. Limitless right. Ron Lee did. So uh, he manifested this, which he we are going to talk it. about by the end of the night. Ryan Fields says, Moxley winning the international championship would give it more credibility to first to ever hold the A to B championship an international championship. So <coughs> after this match, Orange Cassidy, you know, puts the sunglasses on AR Fox, raises his hand. AR Fox is not trying to be patronized. And I could understand why a wrestler yeah, sure. could be like, this is patronizing. Why? Like Orange Cassidy has shown himself to be a good dude. He's a good within dude. the context of this. And I don't think he meant it patronizing. No. No, but I understand why someone would take it as a patronizing act. Absolutely. As and they mentioned it on commentary, AR Fox is a 16-year veteran. Like he's not some kid. It's not Action Andretti who like gave the champ a good match. Yeah. Like the I the I like this AR Fox has been doing this and he's frustrated that he's gotten to this point. Somebody gave him a shot. He he had a great match but couldn't kick out of a fantastic pinning combination because Orange Cassidy is pulling those out left and right and winning matches with them, which I know you love. I also am a fan of Yes. That. But but the the um, the motivations for him being angry with – I mean, like, when I, whenever I see him, uh, OC, put the, 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 the aviators on a guy he just beat, there's there's a very small per- percentage of that that looks like Bret Hart putting the glasses on a five year old in the front row, sure. you know, and and it all it takes is the right guy to take umbrage with that, and now you got something. And I like that it was Ar Fox because he's a guy who's been around doing this for a long time who doesn't want to be patronized. And as I've often said, no no surprise. I love this finish. I love a fantastic mm-hmm. pin pinning anybody and. <laughs> Me and Lance Storm were sort of joking about it. He said, opposed to a bad pin. And I was like, well, I watched all of the WWE 24-7 title pins, and they were all almost bad, like just the laziest pins that you've ever seen. So Orange Cassidy gets clocked by AR Fox, and AR Fox is immediately like not worried for himself because he doesn't need to worry about himself. You can see in his face he is immediately like mm, I should have done Darby. That. Like my friend Darby, yeah. oh, yeah. and Darby comes out and scolds him about it. Mm-hmm. So that's fascinating. And what I like is this threaded into something else. It threaded into John Moxley coming out and beating that ass. And mm-hmm. I agree with our super chatter. Moxley winning this championship would add some credibility <laughs> to it. Usually. Some, some, like he's. He's their Hogan. He's AEW's Hogan. That's what he Mm -hmm. is. He's their top guy. He's always going to be their most famous guy, by and large, Mm -hmm. even more so than Jericho, based on on the the view metrics and all that stuff. 
it would be incredible to have him in that spot. But again, we've got BCC all over this show and the elite nowhere to found nowhere to be found. I do hope that's explained, but I'm very excited for uh, what we're going to see here out of OC and, and uh, Moxley. Yeah. I, 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 I want to say the only thing I, I'm, I, I was missing tonight was some, some little video package with uh, the elite cutting a promo in the locker room after their win. Sure. But if you had done that, I would have no problem with any of this because I l- really love BCC. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill pissed that they lost blood and guts and taking it out on anybody to prove they're not some pushovers like yeah we lost that match we lost that feud with the elite but but we're on the war path and watch out because we're still um we're still angry um pugilists and we we will we will beat the hell out of you um and moxley just taking it out on, on oc was great i also love oc being like Man, I, 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 what, what happens? <laughs> like he just, he was he. After Moxley attacked him, he was like, "Man, I just came into work today. That's all it was. I just came into work. Now I gave a guy my sunglasses, and he punched me in the face. And this other guy attacked me. Like I, I just come to work. That's all I do. Good stuff. Love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, we got the hook vignette. And then we got a Jack Perry promo. Jack Perry, again, I don't know that this... I liked this a lot better. I think that I enjoyed it because he's starting to find his voice a little bit more. Mm -hmm. It wasn't great or anything, but it's a a vast improvement over what we've seen. And Jerry Lynn confronts him. 
And now keep in mind, this, this is the chain of reaction. He denigrates Hook. He denigrates the FTW title. He says it's legit now, but it wasn't before. He denigrates Taz because that's Hook's dad and a former holder of the FTW title. He then denigrates everybody that Taz ever worked with, which is also denigrating Jerry Lynn. And Jerry Lynn is there to get into his face, but apparently they're going face-to-face next week. Now, I would be shocked if this led to anything like a match because Jerry Lynn hasn't wrestled in God. I don't think he's wrestled in over a decade and he's like a lot of people don't realize how old Jerry Lynn was when ECW was going on. Like he's 60 now. Mm -hmm. Like he was, he was in his late thirties in ECW. Like he was one of the first guys to really push it at that level at that long. I won't say that this was great, but man, this, this is him finding his voice and i'm really enjoying how that's how that's progressing so far um yeah uh the the jerry lynn thing also kind of uh makes me wonder um our own uh babo de felice on twitter was um speculating maybe jerry lynn will have a champion someone he will bring in to have the match with um with uh, jack perry because all they've all the promoter for next week is a face to face between Jack Perry and Jerry Lynn, which is the perfect time for Jerry Lynn to bring somebody else in to go face to face with Jack Perry. Um, uh, Bobo was uh, speculating Rob Van Dam or somebody like that. Another ECW guy um, history with um, with that promotion with uh, with Taz and things like that. To Perry to to teach the young man a lesson type of thing. Um, uh, this this is this is fine. I, I, again, I'm 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 reserving judgment until I can see what they're really gonna do with Jack Perry. Um, I, I'm 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 I think it was the right call to put the FTR uh, FTW belt on him. Um, and now we'll see what this what this becomes. Immediately in my head, when it's Jerry Lynn out there and he's talking about all the people in your generation. I think of one guy that would possibly come out and defend him. And that's Rob Van Dam. Right. I've got zero insight to imply that, but I got about six messages immediately. People (laughs) asking me, is it Rob Van Dam? I don't know that, but listen, I think every time I see Rob Van Dam, I think, you know, he's got enough in the tank to where I could watch him one more time. One more time. Mm -hmm. He's 52 years old. He's taking care of himself better than almost every other 52 year old in wrestling period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Meet Norma says I'm skipping cocaine sharks for you two sirloin beefy boys. Jack needs Don Callis more than Jericho at this point in time. Uh, You know what? I, I like that combination. I really Mm -hmm. like that combination. Uh, pack defeated gravity. And uh, after this match, gravity is certainly, Going to be forgetting a lot of things. <laughs> they booked this for the memes. That's it. Gravity's great. Oh, it's great. They they booked this for the oh, memes, and that's they, it. They were doing they were doing a lot with this. Uh, I like th- there's there's the the clever you know. Uh, I want I wonder if gravity remembers him now kind of thing that we thought people were going to be doing 
outside of the company, but the company was doing that the whole time. You know, uh, for a time, uh, Pac was known as the man that gravity forgot. I wonder if gravity remembers him now. Like it just, it felt like it was just a little, little bit too uh, corporatized. But I, I loved uh, Pac being like, "Hey, it's me. Do you remember me? It's look, look. You remember this face? It's me." And uh, gravity being like, "I don't know what you're talking about." I mean, when I look at stuff like this, uh, Tony Khan is very aware of what's online. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, sure. They ran a Nick Wayne video package about his dad. Well, look who look who Darby's facing mm-hmm. at at All Out. He's facing Luchasaurus and Christian Cage, the guy who is now sure. no, like they make memes when somebody's got a father that has tragically passed away right. they make a right. meme with christian in it like absolutely he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing arza says this chat is for alex to talk at length about the yas nonsense also gravity is buzz lightyear is he buzz lightyear to banditos woody yeah they're brothers yeah basically. so yes 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 but uh yas is splitting up by the way jericho yeah, and don are doing an Pretty interview, obvious. yes. Uh, they they've leaned into this just a number of times. Yeah, but Jericho and Don Callis, Don tries to offer him a piece of art. Mm-hmm. I do love all the art. I love that Don collects art of himself. Yes. That is very on the nose for his character. But mm-hmm. next week he has booked a match with Jericho and Takeshita against Garcia and Sammy, and uh, as a result. Yas confronted Jericho backstage. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I actually kind of appreciate that if you're going to do this prolonged breakup thing, um, um, having Hager, who's known Jericho, maybe the longest of, of, of these guys, um, uh, coming to him one-on-one. They've, he's already had some stuff between him and and his two sons, Garcia and Guevara, like he's, you he, already, that is extending toward next week when he has a match against them. So then bringing all, all the rest and the rest of, um, of Yas into the locker room to kind of be like, so what's up with this? This doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't, I don't, I don't like any of this. Um, uh, but I did really appreciate the guy to have the last word and be, be serious for a minute is daddy magic. Who did none of the Daddy Magic stick? He was like, "Hey, figure it out, man. This should not be that hard." Like, and yes. and uh, he's right. It should not be that hard. <laughs> like, I, I mean, you pick pick one. Like, I, I don't think it, it shouldn't be that hard at all. But I I um I thought this was decent, and I'm um I'm jericho being the bigger man and going out on his own as a as some kind of like kung fu superhero like wandering the earth allegiance to no one like in being honorable i don't need that but anything else sure fine figure it out let's do it why not tom lavalley says i love all that all of don's art is mel coleman mel coleman is uh one of the best people in 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 wrestling around wrestling period just a wonderful person and an incredible talent. Go check out Mel Coleman Art on Twitter uh, and on Instagram. She does some incredible stuff over there, and I just want to show her all the love in the world. JW Pringle says, Jericho, the Gorgonzola, or Gorgonzola of rock and roll, cheesy good. Yeah, he's very My cheesy. God. 
It's very cheesy. Ryan Fields says, what's worse, AEW's picture-in-picture constantly or WWE running two commercials for one match? Picture-in-picture is so hard to keep up with. Uh, I'm going to say WWE running two commercials for one match without a doubt because at least you can see in (laughs) picture-in-picture. But listen, they aren't technically a sponsor for July, but they're back for the rest of the year. Just get NordVPN.com slash Fightful (laughs) and watch the fight stream. Like That's that's what y'all need to do. Uh, yeah. It's a fantastic service, and I'm very excited to be doing their reads again uh, in August. MJF and Adam Cole interview, and then we got the FTR interview. I loved these. So I can tell you that that MJF is very much, uh, e- even though I've heard that they've, they've gotten along professionally and all that stuff, MJF has certainly told people internally, like, you know, I can't win with Dax type of thing. And uh, I'm always, I'm always, you know, like this when MJF says anything mm-hmm. and, and Dax sure. even, because they're yeah. both super workers. They're both fantastic. Right. At oh, it. absolutely. But I know both of these people and I know their personalities. And I know that one offhand comment in a promo that the other one doesn't know about mm-hmm. can just fire them right oh, back up. Sure. And I believe, I believe it. I love it. I can't even cover all the stuff that MJF said, but he's like, no, no flips, just fists. I'm going to take my fist and shove it so far up your ass. You're going to taste CM Punk's jockstrap. Damn, that was good. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cash, you know, brings up the pinnacle, brings up uh, MJF's fiance leaving him, which I think this is, this is the last time that can be mentioned. I think three, it's like a three time thing for a yeah. while. And it's like, oh, okay, we can we get it. With that. He doesn't care that much. I'm sure. Uh, but the promo was real good. Everything to build. This was real good. I've said this last week. If they put this on all in, I would not have batted an eye. I would have been like, right. yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. This got me pumped for Saturday night. I'm going to have, it's gonna be it's gonna be like it was with FTR versus Bullet Club Gold a couple weeks ago when, mm-hmm. uh, or or yeah that match when I had friends over to watch UFC, and we dual screened it and my my friends that watch UFC are like it's rules, mm-hmm. well, we're gonna be doing that with FTR MJF and and Adam Cole this I, I can't wait for this match I'm excited for a big fight a tag yeah. team title fight. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, Alex, yep. they've sold me on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, with good reason. I thought that uh, MJF, you know, cutting a full get you in the building promo on um, on Dax and Cash was pretty was pretty Cash Dax especially. Um, but I also really was attuned to how much Cash and Dax were even like Adam Cole. I like you. I respect you. You're a stand-up guy. Um, I'm sorry you got yourself mixed up in this. Um, uh, you seem you yes. seem like a great seem like a great guy. Somebody I'd like to hang out with. You know, maybe be my best friend at some point. Like they were just they kept on just talking about how great a guy Adam Cole is. So I'm like, yeah, me, me, you laying it on a little thick. So that's why I'm. As everyone's like, well, if you're gonna have one of them turn on the other one, it's got to be Adam Cole. And I'm like, 
So and, are they laying it on so thick so that we'll suspect the the inverse that he's going to turn on him? Yes. But then they're going to do the swerve of the swerve. Is it is it double reverse psychology? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, exactly. And, I don't. I, and, just, I don't know. And they got Roddy showing up, full yep. neck brace, sympathetic yes. neck brace. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. He if he's in a neck brace like that, he ain't traveling this much. There's no way I'm not buying it. He's showing up with this big ass neck brace looking like Vince McMahon at the steroid trial. And he's like, I can't believe that you're, you're trusting this guy. Max calls Roddy a default creative wrestler. He even calls him a default car, which is the pop of pops to me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a default Karate Strong. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, There's something the, bubbling under the surface here. Oh, well, definitely. And, and the, the other thing is that we, we got, a, we got a, a confirmation that win, lose, or draw after this match versus FTR, I'm giving you a title rematch, Adam Cole, because I know how much it means to you, says MJF. The most yes. respectful and honorable thing a man could do uh, the the first and only time that MJF has done one of those things, so I will be very surprised if that actually if he got, comes to fruition without something actually happening. Pile driver finisher. He was traveling just to get a word in. <laughs> He's like, That's I've got to say this to his face. Let me get my neck brace and catch this mm-hmm. flight. Right. Oh man, Irene says, when are we going to see Punk and MJF on screen together again? Whether MJF is a face or a heel, that story is too big to not continue eventually. I agree, Irene, but here's where I take exception to some of it. If Punk is still carrying around that bag on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. what the hell's going on, Alex? He got pinned by Ricky Starks. There Mm -hmm. ain't no reason for him to be doing that anymore. No. No. Well, well, he's what he's saying is that he, he, but I think on on collision, he basically said, um, you and me for what's in the bag. Cause that was a non-title match, I guess is what he's saying. <laughs> the one between him and Ricky where Ricky pinned him. So now it now it's a now it's a title match versus him and Ricky this time. It's like uh <laughs> when my wife beats me at any game ever yes. and I'm like, that's an exhibition. That's not a practice. regular season that's game. Practice practice that's game. Not, doesn't count. Um that's a count. uh also to answer your question, Irene, I think we should see them together on screen this Saturday. Like MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR. FTR are Punk's boys. Like Punk being on commentary for that would would seem like a natural thing for them to do. Um, If not, you know, something something major um, where we actually... This this might be the thing where we start moving um, into uh, the stuff for All In, All Out. Um, May come out of this whole... MJF and Adam Cole in the CMFTR orbit may come out of that. Guys, a reminder, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Just $5 a month gets you 40-plus podcasts, weekly Q&As, and daily exclusive news before anywhere else. I know that uh, some people are like, oh, why would I pay for wrestling news? You get it before the aggregators get it, and not only that, you can interact with us on those stories. If you have a question about the story, you can drop a comment there, and we'll answer that. You're not going to get that from aggregators or anything of the like. Just this week, we had updates on Kevin Owens, Liv Morgan's injury, uh, news on CMFTR, updates on Dustin Rhodes' contract, 
Uh, Brandy Rhodes in-ring future, a ton of Cody Rhodes news. We broke the news that BTE footage would be in that documentary. We had news on uh, Titus O'Neil, Gunther. We brought back the Raw and SmackDown plans. I snuck those in on Friday, <laughs> brought them back on Monday as well. So therefore, we also have WWE Raw producers, all that stuff. We had news on Edge, Brian Danielson, Brian Pillman, uh, the San Diego Comic Con. We've had some betting odds as well. Uh, Orange Cassidy taking a producer role in AEW. That's just since Monday. I am going to run through all the stuff we've broken just since Monday. And how about this one? Thursday, I'll break news of a big all-in match that's being discussed right now. Mm. That hasn't that I haven't heard anybody bring up yet. Interesting. Interesting. Alex is gonna love it. Oh, Alex I can't is, wait. Alex, is I know love you're it. speaking ironically, so I can't wait. I'm really? not. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not. <laughs> Cadillac says Punk had his fingers crossed behind his back. True, he always does. On the mic, he goes, take back like mm. that real quick. Jake says, hit me like a lightning bolt. I bet the Wembley match is going to be CMFTR versus Cole, MJF, and Roddy Strong. That sounds fun, too, honestly. Mm -hmm. But it does. based, like, I bet they want that attendance record. And yeah. I feel like you got to distribute the top talent a little you bit do. more evenly you do. Yeah. than that. Like, if you can get FTR versus Bucks, that's going to put some asses in seats. Right. Cole versus MJF is going to put asses in seats. Mm -hmm. Punk versus, I don't know, but it's going to put asses in seats. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Omega against somebody else, asses mm -hmm. in seats. Mm -hmm. Brent Lockman says, yeah. and when MJF says he's giving Cole a title shot, he means the back of the head. Ooh! I mean, maybe. Did he say title shot or title match? I think, he say, I think he said a shot at this title or something like that. I mean, like, a, sh a shot... He should have said a shot with this title and see yes. if we actually caught it. <laughs> Give this man a shittle tot is all I have to say. KJ says MJF cooking Dax for cutting the same boring single note promo every week. Followed one segment later by Dax cutting the same uh, promo was pure gold. Can't wait for Dax's Twitter meltdown when MJF and Cole get cheered over FTR on Saturday. Why so mad, man? I love all these guys. I love all these guys. Uh, I love MJF because he gets us a lot of views when we interview mm -hmm. him, and for no other reason. Adam Cole is the nicest human being ever. Uh, Dax Harwood puts me over publicly, and that I appreciate. And Cash is just a nice guy. He's so, a new, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I really do admire Dax's passion. And I can tell you, man, a lot of times that passion does get caught up in a lot of people. And sometimes it, it can look unbecoming at times. Sure. Daddy ass vignette. So we didn't get to talk about this, but Daddy ass got uh, kicked square out of his boots on Saturday. Post or he he took his boots off and uh, left them in the ring. This guy has been wrestling on TV since 1989. In 1989, he faced Sting on NWA TV, and then he and get this. Action Mike Jackson, Alex. Wow. The 70-year-old who walked the ropes on Impact last mm -hmm. year yeah. took on the Road Warriors for the World Tag Team titles wow. on TV in 1989. 
He's still doing it. I believe it's an angle, but Austin Gunn, I want to put over him for going on Twitter and being like, you know what? We don't see eye to eye. That's my dad. I love him. Thank you for what you did. I love that. I'm invested because Billy sure. Gunn is a perpetually jovial man. Mm-hmm. He's always got a smile on his face. You can tell how much he just loves to be in the business of wrestling. Because right. at this point, he probably don't need to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, damn, I'm, I'm interested in this. I am too. I um, yeah. I was. I, I immediately was struck by the similarity of this match to the one before it that they had against House of Black, where neither Bowens or Caster could do anything. And they, they tagged him in for a hot tag, and he comes in, a house of fire, and then he gets caught by one black mass and goes down. And that, that's a one-hitter quitter. If it takes if it hits anybody, they're out. So that there's no shame in that. Um, but whatever the House of Black whispered to him, after the match was what put him over the top and said, I can't do this anymore. Um, and honestly, when they were whispering to him, I thought they were like low, low key recruiting him. And I was like, oh, that would be really interesting. This is all very um, intriguing to me. Um, and um, not, not the least of which is that house of black could be the catalyst for something happening elsewhere. Cause it's mostly doing Andrade stuff now. So th- it was just a little catalyst to start a story for Daddy Ass. I I have no doubt this is the last major angle for him leading to an actual retirement. But I do not believe that what we saw on Saturday was the actual retirement. Yeah, and uh, either way, I'm invested. I'm very very excited to see what they do from from that end of things. Like. Daddy ass is a very identifiable character. And you mentioned uh, that being a one hitter quitter for those who have never seen it. The first time I ever saw that, that kick landed legitimately was mm-hmm. this pink Terry Adam Edson Barboza. And uh, that one conditioned me. So when Malachi black, Alistair black started to use that, I was like, Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Like if he would have walked in and did that to Brock Lesnar or Batista or right, Bobby yeah. Lashley and they, they stiffened out i would have been like all right i buy it i buy it uh <laughs> we've got meet norma saying every time i see billy gunn i do 50 uh push-ups yeah yeah well well you know what i, I got something that can help you oh really? i got something that can help you ag1 athleticgreens.com slash fightful man this is my go-to supplement my go-to multivitamin, but it's so much more than a multivitamin. By the way, you want to be drinking your multivitamin. It absorbs a lot better. I take one scoop of AG1 from athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, put it in my uh, eight ounces of water, drink it down, and I'm good to go. I got a multivitamin that, that covers so much. Minerals, probiotics, that's why you never see me getting sick. Uh, you got your adaptogens, antioxidants, you've got a digestive enzyme. They all work together for a stronger foundation for your health. Free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 plus five free travel packs when you use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. By the way, it also helps recovery. So if you've had a tough workout, this athleticgreens.com slash Fightful AG1 product is really going to help you out. 
They've got doctors. They've got endurance athletes, uh, people with PhDs. The professor of genetics at Harvard Medical School, David Sinclair, putting this thing over. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That immunity support, that digestive support, that multivitamin, all at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Check it out, guys. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Swerve Strickland defeated Darby Allen. Oh, man. So, uh, <laughs> AR Fox joined the embassy, which is the big part of this match, which this feud is going to continue. Swerve, Darby are a couple of guys that are going to do this probably forever, probably yeah. as long as they're both around. Yeah. Of course, they have a good match, but Mr. Acosta says we're never going to get Keith Lee and Swerve. I swear to you, they were planning it when they teamed up. They were planning it. I don't know what's happened. I don't know why it hasn't happened. At this point, I think Swerve and Lee should be at like all in and Swerve and Darby should be at all out or something like that. Just for the love of God, do it. But uh, Keith Lee has had nothing consistent going. AR Fox has joined the embassy. Uh, Matthew Hook says Darby plus Wayne versus Swerve and AR Fox. Yes, please. Alex, my friend, mm-hmm. I know that you can kindly reminisce about Lucha mm-hmm. Underground with me. Yeah. Dante Fox and Killshot. Uh, you and I were both big Lucha Underground guys. Yep. That's one of the ways yep. that we connected so, yeah. so early on. We both yep. loved Lucha Underground. And I just loved... Like some some of the people that are on that show, I have since learned watching them live. Damn, they edited that show really well. <laughs> then there are some people, yeah, that yeah. I'm like, oh wow, that that Lucha Underground really highlighted their potential. Like mm-hmm. Penta was one of those that was both. Okay, they yeah. didn't leave in as much of his dilly dallying around, but they made him right. look like their Brock Lesnar, uh, and and Helico looked like a major star there. Son of yeah. Havoc, yeah. Evilise had these great storylines. I love Dante Fox and Kill Shot, uh, and now we're seeing a bit of a reunion here. I, I dig yeah. it. Uh, during Ultima Lucha Trace uh, in the third season, um, which is their kind of like their WrestleMania, um, there was Dante Fox versus Kill Shot in a Hell of War match. The backstory was they were they were in the same company of like Army Rangers, and um, and Kill Shot hit um AR, uh, Dante Fox with friendly fire or was it so friendly but he survived and came back it's a it's a that was a great show but um yeah so I love the idea that these guys um like bonded back then uh seven eight years ago and uh it's a it's a really cool connection that they have um and yeah it's a perfect it's a perfect fit also I wonder because Brian Cage is teaming with Big Bill again in this um, tag team battle royal that's happening on Rampage. If like the embassy is um, is like the 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 mogul embassy is maybe maybe they maybe they say we see a lot of potential in Brian Cage and Big Bill as a team together. So maybe they're like rejiggering the roster of the mogul embassy and they want a, a, a serious lieutenant for. Um, for Swerve there, and AR Fox is the perfect one. And also, hey, um, that 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 moment where where Darby got up in the face of AR Fox when he was trying to be like, "Listen, I'm sorry. I know, I know, I messed up. 
I made a mistake. I'm sorry. And and Dante uh, and sorry, Darby was just, uh, reading him the riot act. Like I totally get why he said, you know what? Screw you, kid. Like I I trained you and like I, I made a mistake. Yeah, but how many mistakes did you make? And I didn't judge you for those mistakes. Like there's a there's a cool, honest, real backstory, but you could write for them. And the best way to piss off Darby is to go and join up with Swerve. And yeah, that Darby and Nick Wayne versus Swerve and AR Fox match is going to be brilliant. And also, at the same time, I feel like we need the Keith Lee versus Swerve match. We, we should do. have had it months and months ago. And and you can't really honestly do it until all of this gets finished, which at the at the pace they tell stories will be sometime in 2024. It is a frustrating thing to watch unfold in that sense, but at least I am excited for, for these ingredients to meet each other. But also, I think that Keith Lee can probably get a win over Swerve because yeah. of Darby and, sure. and, right. and Nick Wayne as well. So uh, Brent Lockman says, One day, I swear, Excalibur is going to refer to Jeff Cobb killing and eating people in another life. Lucha Underground was the best. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It really was. We had a Britt Baker interview, and then she defeated Taya Valkyrie, and Taya controlled like ninety percent of this match. It felt like like she was just whipping Britt's ass. Arza says Britt needs some time off to get healthy. Andrew says Britt needs time off to get training. I don't think she needs training. I think I mean she's got great training. Uh, she's working often, but if I know Britt as uh, the way that I think I do. She also ain't going to take off time if she needs to heal anything up. Uh, I'll say this. There, there are other things that the people just aren't aware of and don't need to be made aware of that, that she's sort of battled and, and went through and overcome and uh, that, you know, make her tougher than most people that you will, will see in wrestling. But yeah. we've seen her work through injuries a number of times, Alex. I don't know what, what she's dealing with now, if she's dealing with anything, but. Uh, she took about a month off. She had about a month off uh, after the Colorado Spring Show. Uh, she worked like three matches that week, and then she's worked three matches this month, although last week's was very abrupt. But that wasn't even the talk of this match. What was the talk of this match was Patchy Rick saying someone in the truck is sick of Tony's bullshit booking of the women's division, and I respect it. Tom LaValle says book the women's division better, and Dante V says... Book the women's division better. Yeah, Tony, listen. Uh, there was a sign in the crowd that made it on TV uh, very, very prominently, and we're going to show it to you guys, that just simply said, book the women's division better. Yep. And um, I agree. Yeah. And I've mentioned this in the past, like, there have been some in the company that I've spoken to and they've said, oh yeah, well, it doesn't draw as well as, and I'm like, well, that's a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you don't book satisfying storylines, then why not? Then how, how are they going to? How can people get invested? Meanwhile, over on NXT, which is a lot of hit and miss, they throw everything at the wall involving the women. Some of it absolutely sucks. Some of it is very good. But one of the things I had mentioned, Alex, and I've mentioned for like a year is, hey, do some of the things that worked with men with women because we just mm -hmm. haven't seen those elements. Right. We saw like a grocery store fight. We've seen a barbershop sure. window. We've yep. seen a lot of those employed. I mean, we can only say it 
however many times. Like this is something that we in 2019 it was get a better women's division because the women's right. division was not robust. Right. In 2020, there were some signs of mm -hmm. some some promise because of Brit's turn and and the way that things were sort of going there. But there's never been like a really consistent women's division like fascinating angle book. Yeah. And that's what I'm, we're missing. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it is that, you know, you have, um, I mean, Jamie got hurt. And I think that put a, probably put um, a, a little um, stopper on whatever they were planning with this whole uh, homegrowns versus outcasts thing. But it didn't put a stopper on it taking up all women's TV time. Like the, the story can't progress if Jamie's not there, it feels like. But then you just keep having matches featuring the women, but nothing really happens or progresses with that storyline, you you had Chris Statlander come back and take the title off of Jade Cargill, and she's not doing much of anything. Like, she's having matches and winning them, and that's good, but there's no storyline there, which is uh, honestly what a lot of people had a problem with the Jade Cargill reign over the TBS title, is you didn't give her storylines. You just had her beat women. And, and, okay, and here's, you know, here's the problem with that is... There would never be substance to develop a contender. It was, hey, we got a contender in a couple of weeks, so here they are winning a match, as mm -hmm. opposed to this person is so overwhelming or fascinating or interesting or or in that women's division, like dominant. To where, well, we got to see them face right. this person. It's just never that. And, uh, and it, I, it just, I, I did like the pre-show or the pre-match promo and, and Nyla yeah. and Sheeta getting promos too. I was very yeah, happy about that. That's cool. Nyland Sheeta, like, yeah, pr promote the hell out of that. That's going to be great. I like that that um, the winner of that match gets to face Tony Storm, mm -hmm. which is good, good. That's that's very good. What I'm saying is that the same guy who books the women's division on Dynamite also books ROH, which has all kinds of great women's matches, and I, I believe, for my money, the best women's champion in the world right now in Athena, and they she and Willow just had, like, an amazing match on pay-per-view. So like he knows how to book women and, and also champions that, that feel impressive and you can book a storyline to get to a big title match and make that title match feel like a big fight. So maybe it's not Tony's deal. Maybe it's a directive from the network because ROH is not on TV. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe it's a thing like well, we, you know. I had I, know. I had never heard it when I asked. I was told it wasn't, but that was a couple of years ago. I, I think I'd be able to find out a little bit more now. Arza says, as fun as the, the meme match was, you can't tell me that time wouldn't have been better spent on Stat or Tony or just put Nyla versus Sheeta on Dynamite. I think there are plans for Britt. I think they're, like, they they want to sort of reestablish her as a singles, as best that I know. As best I know, but that could always change. Mr. Acosta says, don't want to be that guy, but the opening match doesn't have to be 20 minutes long every time and have a bunch of false finishes. Give that time to women. I wouldn't have taken that time from the opening match. Like I, I wouldn't have done that. And like the, there wasn't an absence of time in this segment. There just could be more, there could yeah. be more than one match. You could, 
you could do this match and a women's squash match. You could do both mm-hmm. of them. Like Nyla could have squashed somebody tonight. She didn't cut a promo, and so did Sheeta. I'm excited for Sheeta because it looks like looks like the Will Washington agenda is in full effect with Hikaru Sheeta because he he made no bones about his mm-hmm. fandom for Hikaru Sheeta on right. on Grapsity, which you can see every Saturday at noon here on Fightful. But uh, she's starting to get a push again. Nyla's starting to get to use her voice again. Britt also cut a nice promo as well. Uh, Shot Kid says, don't know why, but the fact the shot lingered on the sign made me a bit suspicious because if it was a mistake, wouldn't they cut away immediately? I mean, honestly, if I was a producer and I had accidentally cut to that, I would black out the few seconds that it was on the air. So that did cause me some like, hmm, interesting but then again, there were like, I, I don't know if I had ever revealed this, but do you remember when like the big no popped up on screen? Yeah, that that was an accident. That was nothing. That was literally nothing. Everybody speculated about what debut yeah. it was portending. What 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 yeah. crazy repackage of somebody's like, gonna listen, be Doctor No or something? No, listen, I could have got at least two Fightful Select subscriptions out of that, <laughs> at least because there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people who yeah, they were questioning that, that. And in a world of QR codes and yes. Mountain Dew pitch black matches, like it was, it's nothing. It was nothing. So hey, listen, I gave you guys that one for free. Subscribe to Fightful yeah. Select, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, boy, says, didn't they tease Thunder Rosa for collision? That was more of a, oh, my God, she's here type of thing. She was not ready. Right. She was not ready. Yeah. Zach Barber says, any update on Jamie Har- Hayter? Anything at all? Will she make it to Wembley? It'd be heartbreaking for her to miss that opportunity. The last update I heard wasn't an optimistic one, but there's still mm-hmm. a month. And sometimes optimistic updates can be not so great because, I mean, look at Liv Morgan. We had reported that WWE thought that she would be out all year or all summer. She Mm -hmm. came back way sooner than that. And what's going on now? Yeah, there we go. We get the Rampage tag video vignette. Rampage has been doing some fun stuff, man. Between between Royal Rampage and a lot of this, Mm -hmm. they'll just throw slappers on there. And I'm like, all right, that's Mm -hmm. that's a wrestling fans wrestling show right there. I, I dig it. Maddie Nice says, what's the status on Mark Quinn? I will find out. He's been out for like eight months now. Hmm. Buddy on Andrade video to promote Collision. That's a wrestling fans wrestling show too right there. Yeah. A um, couple guys that, that fortunately are being used to get. Yes. Lucha Brothers defeated John Moxley and Claudio and Best Friends thanks to Orange Cassidy, but also thanks to some confusion with the legal man uh trent has the win but it's not on the legal man and that's because orange cassidy has come down to the ring and john moxley has had enough of this well it's a triple threat match so there are no dqs and lucha brothers get the win i think this was a fantastic booking call because bcc don't need the win no Best friends are tied to Orange Cassidy. I kind of hope this leads to a little bit of, man, what the hell? It it adds some intrigue to me. It builds Moxley and Orange Cassidy, which I am stoked for. And Lucha Mm -hmm. Brothers could stand to win some big matches. And this was a big match to win. Uh, I thought 
I thought this made a lot of sense. Uh, I, I hate it for Trent and Chuck because, you know, we were reminded like, oh, it's been three years since they had one of the most incredible mm-hmm. pieces of TV in AEW history. But yeah, um, I I thought this was this was fun. Um, the the it is very funny to a lot of people on my timeline when watching um, an AEW match where it never feels like anyone is the legal man, really. Yes, technically, John Moxley was legal yes. and not Claudio, but it never feels like there's a legal man in any of these matches, especially when Rick Knox is refereeing. So it's, yes. it feels like you just decided arbitrarily to play by the rules for these five seconds of a match where everything goes. And, and I do. And I, I get this it. Is, this is something we've talked about before. I wish you would see certain wrestlers angle for certain referees like FTR want Aubrey because they know she'll uphold things or Bryce. Meanwhile, the young bucks are like, give us Rick, please give us Rick Knox. Now somebody says no DQ, but tags. Yes. Because tags determine who the legal man is. Right. Uh, And you don't have to be DQ'd, but you're not allowed to pin somebody or get pinned if you're not tagged right. in. So there is some psychology. If it's a triple threat uh, tag match, then you have to ta- you have to pin the guy who's been legally tagged into the match. If Correct. it's a tornado tag match, which honestly, most of the booking <clears throat> of these matches feels like it's a tornado tag, even if it is. The idea of the frustration of best friends thinking they had the match won thanks to their buddy Orange Cassidy's interference, and yet, no. And also, this shakes out to be something fun um, uh, in the next few weeks because um, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends, that's a, that's a trio right there. Um, uh, Moxley, uh, Claudio, put Yuta in there, that's a trio. Also, Lucha Bros, who do they usually run with? Pac, nice. who's on the bad yeah. side of, of BCC. So there's a nine-man tag thing that could be really, really fun. Yeah, and you are developing contenders for the trios division exactly. as well throughout all of that, which should be utilized uh, e- even more. So I'm digging this. I think it was good that Lucha Brothers got the win. I think that they really did need it. And uh, I... I rather enjoyed this. I, I thought this was a, a good close of dynamite. I am really pumped for Orange Cassidy and Moxley feud. I've loved the mm-hmm. you know, the open challenge and and all that stuff. But by all means, I'm ready like, for this. I have been saying, if you're gonna do this, Orange Cassidy is is like damaged goods. Like he's barely sneaking out wins. Eventually, he's gonna come up against a guy who is going to physically maul him to mm-hmm. death. And he won't be able to fight back. Who's the perfect guy to do that to him? It's Moxley. This is a great, great. It's the perfect culmination of this story of Orange Cassidy fighting through injury after injury after injury, being nicked up for months. And finally, he's in the ring with a guy who just wants to maim him. It's great. Guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We are wrapping up. A reminder, hey, maybe you want to get your question in somewhere else. A Q&A show every week. Fightful Select dot com you guys will love it i assure you vicky says hey guys much love rough week sting news please he's still healing up he had to get stitched up a little bit from that 
ignorant spot he did a while back. I don't know who told him that was a grandpa. Good idea. No, like it was just like, what are you doing? You I remember. Do <laughs> I remember. Uh, I, I had a WrestleMania watch party, and it was the year that Finley and Ric Flair were in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and I had a very Jesus. casual fan that that joined us, and he was seriously concerned seriously concerned and they're up for the superplex and he goes no no he's too old he's too old like that. he was worried about rick flair and like you know rick rick's never taken a flat back bump in like ever when he's got to go ass never. over tea kettle he no. takes it on his hip his shoulder, his hip and his shoulder yeah. oh man Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, wow. Uh, guys, thank you all so much. A reminder, uh, share our, our fantastic videos that we're posting. We have really, really leaned into short-form content, event footage, interview clips. I've got a series on our shorts, whether it be TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and here, of uh, it's called Real Fights and Pro Wrestling. Uh, the most recent one is Bill Goldberg throwing Evan Courageous across a hall because he was grabbing his own nuts. Uh, <laughs> there's JBL, Joey Styles, lots of cool stuff there. We are using our Facebook a whole lot more. Uh, Chris Van Vliet hit me up and he's like, you need to use that a lot more. Mm -hmm. There is an untapped audience over there. So we are tapping you, audience. We're tapping you real good. Yeah, that's right. Check it out. Uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me uh, on the X at Alex Sourgraps. Um, also uh, on Fightful Select doing uh, Raw reviews on Monday, uh, Tuesday right here with, with the wonderful Miss Kate Fabe doing um, uh, NXT reviews. Uh, and then this weekend, I'm going to be at um, Friends of the Family or having up, us up to their um, uh, lake house. So I, I will be trying to watch uh, Collision on my phone um, and will not be able to do a post show for that. But I will do one on Friday. Uh, okay. we'll, probably, we'll probably do uh, a little Rampage watch along while, uh, while talking about Smack, Smack of the Downers. Corey, I just saw your Humper chat says, for Sean, AEW missed listening. Your boy wanted to ask, Ricky signed in 2020, right? Assuming option years. His contract shouldn't be up for uh, some time. Can you find out? I'll be honest with you. I have flat out asked Ricky Starks about his contract three different times. One time he said, that is not information that I will ever give up. Uh, he wants mm. to play it close to the vest. Uh, sometimes all you can do is ask, and sometimes you are politely told no. But I have asked. I will continue to ask because 100% of the time, like, I believe that if Ricky Starks is available in the open market, WWE is going to want him. However, I thought the same thing about Switchblade Jay White, and mm. here we are. Yep. Uh, David Cologne says, no DQ but tags. Thanks for explaining. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I, I have long wanted to do a series, and maybe I can do it on the shorts with a referee to explain any number of those questions you might have. So uh, that might be a series that we work on, guys. But thank you all so much i truly appreciate each yes there will be a great american bash review on sunday it'll be me and kate so there you go hot diggity dog until next time guys we're out <laughs>